The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. We were right. They are wrong. But what now? I mean, we were right. They've been proven wrong. The American people are waking up to the money laundering scam. That is the Ukraine war. The American people are much more aware of how it is a money laundering scam than when it first began. Uh, We also have been proven right about the dangers of the escalation and escalating into World War III. And you never can predict what will happen or how it will escalate. And now you have the escalation really occurring out of Gaza. You have so many nations jumping in and threatening now. The Middle East is a tinderbox. And we're we're over there trying to not engage while we're being attacked. Uh, The Biden administration doesn't even know what to do or how to handle this situation because they don't know what being tough is. They only know posturing. They would posture, but they never expect someone to, to call them out. Posturing should be enough. And really, what America should never be is a nation that postures. If you were using America's power and might properly, America would be a peacekeeper. America would not be poking other nations and trying to change the world and getting involved in everything. And whenever anyone did anything to America, America would quickly strike hard to teach all nations, don't punch us, don't attack us, don't mess with us, don't poke us with a stick. That's peace through strength. The Biden administration thinks you walk around and you mock people and bully other nations and act tough. And once they start to call you out, you don't really want to use the weapons that make you tough and you don't do it right away. And then other nations start getting involved and then it gets out of control. And the thing you should have done immediately, you can't even do now. And you're too afraid to do it anyways, because you're all talk like a bully. The Biden administration acts like bullies act. A bully who, there in rare occasions, there are bullies who are actually extremely tough and can back up what they're doing. You don't want to come across those bullies because they're dangerous. But many times, bullies are just all talk. They're not that tough. And if they get called out, they don't know what to do. Well, that's the Biden administration for sure. But the real question is, but what now? Okay, we were right. They were wrong. But as I said from the very beginning, it doesn't matter if I'm proven right that what they're doing in Ukraine could escalate to World War III. It doesn't matter that I'm right that that China and Russia are plotting to attack our mainland and probably will at some point. What does it matter if I'm right if it happens? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I'm right. 
Who cares? What they have accomplished is the destruction of America. We should congratulate the Democrat Party. I've already congratulated them because I knew they had us on the path for destruction. It's just a matter of when now. I wish I could tell you, oh, I see a supernatural way in which we come back. But I don't. God could do it and somehow use Trump to do it, but I don't think so. I, I really think Trump is there to show you how corrupt America is. I think that's been the purpose of Trump's presidency. If Trump's presidency, if God really raised up Trump to drain the swamp, he would have drained some of the swamp when he was first put in in the first four years. He didn't drain anything. He didn't even have an opportunity. to. He was bombarded in uh, the Robert Mueller thing and the Russia collusion hoax and impeachment trials, and they did everything to try to make it so he could do nothing, and yet he still accomplished more than any other president in my lifetime in a four-year period. With all of that, he still accomplished more. But one thing he didn't accomplish is draining the swamp at all. And in fact, at the very beginning, he put swamp members in his own cabinet because he thought the Republican Party was all unified. And that when he came in, he doesn't have to worry about rhinos because once he's there, they're going to work with him. They're not going to work to backstab and push the liberal agenda. They're not going to work to push a globalist agenda behind his back. They're not going to act like he put in a hardcore Democrat. In fact, if you remember, Trump was so open to working with people that he knew he was willing to put Democrats in the White House. Omarosa, an open Democrat because he knew her. It's like, Trump, you don't know how this works. Those people will backstab you. You don't understand liberalism and, and conservatism. You don't understand who these people are. He really didn't. He does now. He has a full understanding. This is why he'd be so dangerous to be put back in, because now he does have that understanding. But he, folks, remember, he didn't. He thought the Republican Party would work with him and with the Republican Party in full force working with him, they could do a whole bunch of stuff and reduce the size of government without doing drastic stuff. Like shutting the entire FBI down. That wouldn't have entered his mind. That was in my mind when he was saying drain the swamp at the very beginning. But it wasn't really in Trump's mind. So then if what, what's my point? Why did I go down there? If God wanted Donald Trump to be risen up so that he could help us drain the swamp, we would have seen just a little bit of the swamp being drained. I'm not blaming Trump. I'm just saying Trump didn't fully understand what he was getting into. He was trusting. He trusted the Republican Party, and the Republican Party backstabbed him over and over again. Now he knows, or oh, you can only trust a handful of people within the Republican Party. He understands that now. So... It's not fully his fault. He was just didn't understand. But God didn't use him in that way. What did God use him in? It's obvious. As soon as he ran, what happened? A whole bunch of people who used to say they were conservative opposed him right away. And he would endorse conservative ideas and they would 
go against those conservative ideas, people who used to claim to be conservative. And you would be like, oh my gosh, these fake rhinos are popping their heads up and revealing who they are, including talk show hosts that would that acted like they were conservative for 15 years and stuff. And then they expose themselves. They expose themselves as actually rhinos. That happened all across the country. The Republican Party in the primary exposed itself. Then when he was president, the Republican Party, and especially the House, exposed itself as putting the Robert Mueller investigation onto Donald Trump. It was the Republicans who did it. The Democrats didn't have the power to do it. The Republicans had control of the House and the Senate, showing that, oh my gosh, the Republican Party is completely corrupt. So Trump's presidency kept showing the corruption. Then it was showing the wickedness. It was showing how our politicians are all paid off. And Trump's running for president, even right now, still shows the corruption. It shows the corruption of our court system. We have a two-tier justice system. You can't trust it. The FBI and the CIA completely corrupt. The FBI will rather go after you, a Christian conservative, than to find a terrorist who's going to blow up something. They'd rather go after you. Who exposed that? Donald Trump. If Donald Trump wasn't president, you wouldn't know that fully. And if someone told you that that was the case, you wouldn't believe it. You'd know there's corruption. You'd say, I don't know. I don't know. But when I tell you they would rather put you in jail than go after a Muslim terrorist, you know it's true. And the reason why you know it's true is because of Donald Trump. So what was Donald Trump? Donald Trump was an exposer. He exposed the evil in the Republican Party, and he exposes the evil in the Democrat Party. They can't not show who they are when Donald Trump speaks and says something. Their true selves always come out in response to something that Donald Trump says. It's supernatural. Trump sa says a statement that I've heard other Republicans say. And like the Democrats in the media were able to hold themselves back. Trump says something, same statement, but because it came out of Trump, and they will expose themselves to their real point of view. And everyone's like, oh, wow. So we were right. They were wrong. It would take Donald Trump becoming president again and a miracle because they steal elections. But how do we make it to the election day with World War III escalating at this rate? It's escalating at a fast rate. At this rate, you're not going to make it till November of 2024 before somehow we're in a kinetic war. Technically, we're already in it. It's just been minor. But our military bases are being attacked right now. So we're in it. And we've responded. There's already been some kinetic war that we are involved in. Oh, so uh, I want to give you hope. But I think your hope should be in Jesus. And we should also be going around waking more people up. Look, if, if Trump's going to get in and God's going to save us through that way, which I don't think that's it. I think America's judgment is coming. I think God is going to judge America. And, and Trump is so that you can't complain. 
that you can say, God, you are right. America needs to be judged. Trump showed us that. And so I think judgment is coming. Now, if judgment isn't coming and he saves us, awesome. But I can't control that. And I could never predict how that's going to happen fully. So that's a wait and see. So what do we do at, at, in this moment as things are getting worse and worse and we're heading more and more towards World War III and we were right about Ukraine? We actually have to wake up more people by showing that we were right. Showing that, look at the Ukraine was corrupt. Look at what we said. We're the trustworthy ones. Listen to us going forward. You have to do that as an individual to other individuals in a grassroots campaign to wake up as many people as we can before everything goes to crap or before Jesus decides to rapture the church out, which is a possibility. That, that's one that I'm hoping for, but I, I don't know. I hope that happens. And if that were to happen, still, that would mean your time is short. You need to wake people up. And one of the best ways is to show that we were right in the past. Just like how Bible prophecy shows, the Bible shows it was right in its prediction, really makes people believe in the Bible. To get people to believe in what you are saying as a Republican, as a conservative, as a MAGA person, show that we were right and how they were wrong. And Charlie Kirk kind of did that. Take a listen. This article, quite honestly, should anger you, but it's also very depressing. It's depressing because here is another country that the American government gave false hope to, and now hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians will have died, and tens of thousands of young men will have died because of America, because we said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we'll have your back. Yeah, we got it. Even though we knew that wasn't true the entire time. Let me read from the article here. Quote, amid all the pressure to root out corruption... I assumed, perhaps naively, that officials in Ukraine would think twice before taking a bribe or pocketing state funds. But when I made this point to a top presidential advisor in early October, he asked me to turn off my audio recorder so he could speak more freely. Simon, you're mistaken. People are stealing like there's no tomorrow. It is built in to the Ukrainian government culture to steal. Now, who told you that at the very beginning? That Ukraine is a giant money laundering country. I was one of the first ever because I was on that thanks to Glenn Beck way back when Obama sent $7 billion over seven, to the Burisma guys bank, private bank, and our billions of dollars disappeared. And then I find out that that guy is the number one money laundering expert in the world. And then what does the Biden administration do when it finds out that $7 billion is missing? They send another $7 billion. And I said, well, clearly that's money laundering. That's our politicians using the, the Ukraine government to money launder. Clearly. And Glenn Beck's conclusion was, is that we were funding secretly a, a little war for our agenda. I was like, that's being way too kind. This is just about Democrats getting money out of the Ukraine and corrupt politicians and probably some corrupt Republicans. That's all it was. I knew that right away. So I, I'm telling, I knew this way before Russia invaded Ukraine. So as soon as Russia invaded Ukraine and our politicians jumped up and said, send $40 billion. It's like the more they can send, the more they can siphon off. You send $40 billion, hundreds of millions of dollars can disappear. And 
It's a, a blink of an eye. You want $5 million in your pocket? Send $40 billion. You can get $5 million out of that at some point if you know what you're doing. And they'll never know. Shave off $1 billion here. Then out of that billion, $100 million goes somewhere else. And, and it goes through the stages like it's going through. Some equipment is bought. You have to do some of the things you said you were going to do. Then that shaves off to $50 million here. And then that $5 million can get into an account somewhere over here and eventually get back to you. And boom, you, your friend, someone else got $2 million. This person's got three. You, you, you got to be smart and not be super greedy. But I think they started to get more greedy. They're probably taking bigger chunks. But you can get thousands of people to get millions of dollars and still it'd be a scratch into $40 billion. $1 billion. When you get to $2 billion, you've already got $999 million that you can siphon around when you're talking about a billion dollars. Now do that 40 times. It's astronomical, the amount of money. So yes, they can get rich easy. And if they're not super greedy, they can get away with it with ease. The money's going to disappear. A little more from Charlie Kirk. It's normative. They're taking your tax dollars and they are outright laundering and pickpocketing the West. Zelensky has fired a few officials for corruption, but according to the article, it's been too little too late. Even Zelensky himself is trusted. Even if Zelensky himself is trusted, nobody believes in the government. The Zelensky government comes off as fanatical in this article. Quote, he deludes himself, one of his closest aides tells me in frustration. We're out of options. We're not winning. But try telling him that. Now remember, the oligarchs in Ukraine, when they get their huge chunks, they know they're only getting it because our politicians funded it. And there's already been agreements in the past from these oligarchs of whatever percentage. Will, they're the ones that are experts at it. They just follow the same path they've been doing for years, probably the same percentages. And that percentage will eventually kick back and eventually get back to the politicians in the United States in some way. And if it's the same percentages, the more money you send, the more money you're going to get back because it's by percentage, which is what I bet is what they're doing, which is why they always are like, let's make it a 40 billion isn't enough. We need to send 80 billion. It will never be enough. The more they can send, the more they can get back into their own pocket. Clearly, you can see it. So that's why it doesn't matter what the consequences. It doesn't matter about World War III. It doesn't matter that you're poking Russia who could eventually nuke you. You're getting super rich, and that's all you can see. You're just blinded by money because you worship at the altar of money. Let me go to Grant Stinchfield. Again, we were right. They were wrong. 100% proven. Well, what does it matter if we're going to our destruction of World War III's here? Here's Grant Stinchfield. What a compromise Joe Biden is doing now is spreading us thin, stretching our military to a breaking point. We have no ammunition left. Our Navy is as small as it has ever been. We are fighting proxy wars on multiple continents. We are weak. China knows this. They set it up. China's instigation of these conflicts is an age-old, it's an old-fashioned, rope-a-dope move, and America is the dope. 
What we should be doing is circling the wagons in America, building back up our military, throwing jabs, but keep moving. I told you bombing Iran's nuclear facilities and oil refineries and a quick, decisive strike would have sent a strong message to Iran and the rest of the world. But you do it, and you do it quickly, and then you move back, and you let the world know, don't tussle with us. The time now is also to start saving money because America's broke, not continuing to give other nations billions of dollars in Christmas gifts year-round. In, in many respects, folks, this goes for Israel, too. But the Democrats say we need to give billions to both Ukraine, and I'm not even sure they're on board with Israel right now, but Lord knows they want to spend money. Now, I am equally troubled by the House's decision to split Israel aid from Ukraine aid. We don't have a lot of time um, between now and the point at which Israel uh, needs money and Ukraine runs out of money. And so we simply have to do these together because the clock is going to run out. Ukraine's army is going to run out of bullets, not within months, within weeks. And so that's why it's critical to keep those two funding streams together. We just don't have time to split them. Joe Biden has already admitted we're out of bullets. Forget about Ukraine, we're out of bullets. So they're arguing about all this stuff. No more money to Ukraine. And quite frankly, Israel is a wealthy country. They've known of this threat for decades. They should have the money saved up to handle that threat. Now, on the other side of this, I am happy to help Israel with military support, air support. I'm not a fan of sending them more money. As you can see, the Biden administration has put us in a situation where it's it's escalated to where there's not much of a win situation, especially with Biden being president. The right decisions are not going to be made going forward. And you have people who want America to be destroyed and are allowing it to be destroyed from within. I've already thought that we're past the point of no return with illegal immigration. We have terrorists that obviously have entered our country. Let's say Trump were to win, those terrorists could start attacking then. Because Trump won. Our economic collapse, they could still hit our electric grids from within. The special forces from China that have entered our country could still take out massive infrastructure. And it doesn't take much, just some small special forces. And they could have a hundred different special forces in this country by now. And hit a hundred different areas all at once. And it doesn't take 500,000 men to do that. It takes a few thousand, which they easily could have already gotten into the, which we, they have already gotten them into the country. We're in big, big trouble. We were right. It doesn't matter. Get right with God. That's what you do now. What you do now is you get right with God and you get others right with God. And cry for Jesus to return and save us because he's probably not going to save America. He's going to judge America. Save America, but Lord, if you're not going to save America and you're going to judge it, and it clearly looks like you're going to judge it, save us. I love you guys. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. See ya! Hey guys, don't forget to subscribe and hit that like button.
Hey guys, Conversations That Matter is a show hosted by Alex Newman at thenewamerican.com. This is where he has conversations with a whole bunch of people in interview form. And these conversations are dealing with people that the mainstream media really doesn't want you to hear from. But Alex Newman will interview them and you'll get to hear from them. And these are things that could actually save your life or save our liberty as well. So check out Conversations That Matter at thenewamerican.com.